0: Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the Chief Seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Thank you, Thank you
1: for
0: joining us in the Chief Seats. As we review the news with Mel Trefina and Titus O'Reilly. And
2: very special guest, Denise Scott.
0: Denise Scott! <laughs> Carlos is for to Denise, of course, we're in the middle of this election campaign, Mel, and the leaders have clearly made an impression on the public.
3: No kind
4: of inkling of who he might be? No, no idea. I remember the face, but they don't
5: know who he is. Yeah, that's the, um, Labor
0: leader. OK. Name? Blank. <laughs> and he's the deputy, so that's not a good sign.
2: <laughs> Opposition leader Anthony Albanese is officially out of ISO. But
0: I think he's still suffering the effects of brain fog. I'm desperate to be on Sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> That is long COVID. That's long COVID. He's actually joined up as the cash rate cow, so well worth a look.
2: He's like, so great for blank to join the show.
0: <laughs> look, there's been a lot of pressure on the opposition leader to name a date for the next debate.
2: Koshy on Sunrise was just keen for a date in general.
0: I'm certainly up for a debate, uh, including. So what have you got uh, on, on your Thursday network. night? I'm up for. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now look who's desperate. At least,
0: at least if he goes out, he won't be recognised, so that's okay. <laughs>
2: You get the sense that Koshy is sick of being ghosted by Anthony Albanese. If
3: I make a commitment to be on your program, Koshy, have I ever broken it? No. no uh, you when you, I t- make you a take a while to get back uh, to us sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Anthony Albanese, he headed to Perth this week for the Labour launch.
2: People wondering why it took him so long to get over there. I think it's because he travelled backwards on a bus. To Western Australia. Will <laughs> be Labour's first trip to WA. This campaign... <laughs> Of course the Labor launch was in Perth. Why were they in Perth?
0: I don't know if they're off to a Labor fundraiser or perhaps to have a look at the sun setting in the west as it does over here in WA. <laughs>
2: Or anywhere.
0: <laughs> in, in WA, the sun doesn't set, it slowly reverses. So that's... But, but Labor are keen to stress that Anthony Albanese will never stop working.
4: We're going to work hard and Anthony's going to work hard right up to 6pm on 21st of May.
2: I remember, three years of rest. <laughs>
0: well, the ALP held their campaign launch in Perth this week and Sky News spoke to Labor's Tony Burke before the big event.
6: Look, there's a lot of confidence from Anthony.
0: And a lot of confidence from Kieran Gilbert on the right. That is a, that, look, I know WA are opening up, but that is an insane level.
2: You won't believe it. He was not done there.
0: We have the much better prospect of forming majority government. Matt Kier, thanks for, this, for your time.
2: Oh god, his legs are social distancing for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. It wasn't it was a man super spreading event. So you've got to be careful. Look, a campaign launch is a big day, though you get the sense sky's Andrew Clinnell was a bit bored.
5: No Julie Bishop, no Matthias Cormann, heavyweights in the liberal political world, no longer here in WA. Are they rudderless to an extent?
2: He did get the wordle in three, though,
0: so... He was just trying not to look at Kieran's crotch, so anything you can do. Look, once the event kicked off, Andrew Clennell certainly sparked up. Climate change, cost of living, and an economic plan for the future. Andrew Clennell, first to you, what did you make
6: of the speech? I thought it was a bit long.
1: (laughs) Come
0: back to that. So the <laughs> Labor launch, Mel had Albo, Penny Wong, Jason Clare speaking.
2: Who did the Liberals have speaking at their Kuyong launch?
3: You know, Liberals will win because of Josh. But um, I'll, I'll just finish off with a bird or two. Uh, Cookaburra. <laughs>
2: close to the microphone, like, now nah, they're not catching this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, it's just great to hear an endangered species, a Kuyong liberal.
1: <laughs>
0: well, liberal candidate for Warringah, Catherine Deves and her supporters were out in full voice this
1: week. We love
4: Catherine. We love Catherine. She, we love Catherine. she we love Catherine. is our candidate. Okay? One, two, three, go. She's our candidate. Yes, oh, that's it. <laughs>
2: One of those demotivational speakers. Um, the, the Prime Minister Scott Morrison continues to pop up everywhere, and he's not the only one.
6: Pressures on interest rates are coming from not just the war in Ukraine.
1: Oh. <laughs> Where did he come from?
0: <laughs> Look, it's a complex election, Mel. But as always, Alan Jones managed to sum things up. In his own words. Remember, it was Menzies who asserted that the quote, forgotten people, unquote, were quote, the backbone of the <laughs> nation, unquote, because they were quote. We don't have time for everything Robert Menzies said.
2: <laughs> Can we check back in on the Liberal launch in Kuyong?
0: And it's not a pressing copper too. <laughs> End quote. Uh, (laughs) Look, it wasn't just Labor and the Liberals launching policies this week. One Nation candidate, Kevin Hargraves, launched some big plans of his own. Hi, Kevin Hargraves here, your federal candidate for McPherson. Do you know One Nation's policy on taxation? Check it out here. (laughs) Well worth a look.
2: What he lacks in charisma he makes up for in orange.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe a little light on detail, but Kevin has a policy for everything. Hi, Kevin Hargraves, your One Nation candidate for McPherson. Did you know the One Nation's policy on climate? should check it out here. It's important. (laughs) Hey, hey, Kevin, check out the share screen button. It's important.
2: (laughs) Um, across the country voters are backing minor parties and independents including Clive Palmer's United Australia party for a simple reason
6: I've joined Clive and Craig's party not because I particularly like either of them
2: (laughs) more for the Mitch the United Australia party are dominating headlines with policies like this
6: bring back from overseas a trillion dollars of Australian super to Australia injected into the Australian economy
2: and child labour, yep. so... Get her
1: back to work.
0: But a lot of people agree with the United Australia Party, Mel. They just can't agree on its name. Australia United Party. Vote for Australia United Party. Vote for all the One
6: Nation people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Well, Mel, can I introduce you to a candidate to keep your eye on? Ludo Miner. He's the One Nation candidate for the seat of Hogwarts. <laughs> um, there he is there. He wants to reintroduce Hobbit Seeker. Um, it's a big... <laughs> Check it out here, it's important. (laughs) Um, Look, Ludo was out on the campaign trail this week, Mel, with his campaign manager.
5: I'll be in Burnley today, so if anybody wants to come and pet the alpaca, have a talk to me, say hello, please do. Mm. They're
0: launching the first Gnome Buyers Scheme. um... (laughs) Look,
2: I've only been here a few weeks. I still only know a couple of the candidates. Well, let
0: me introduce you, Mel, to another one of my favourites, the independent candidate for the seat of Wide Bay, Tim Jerome, Never a good sign when you have to repeat yourself so early in your campaign ad.
6: Hi, I'm Tim Jerome. I'd like to introduce myself um, with a short video.
0: As I said, I'm Tim Jerome. OK, right. <laughs> OK, great. See, without the alpaca, it doesn't quite work, does it? <laughs> look, talking's not Tim's strong suit, Mel. He prefers to sing. This is a song about freedom. So he's written a song about freedom, Mel. Not that you'd know it. <laughs>
1: Strong start. Free, 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 free,
0: free. Okay, we get it. Free, free,
1: free, free,
0: free. Yeah, I reckon we move on.
1: That huge hey, look, all,
0: all that song needs is <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a break back with more of the TTs right after. <laughs>
0: And it's been a week dominated by one phrase.
2: The three words that are going to define this whole election campaign are cost of living. Cost
0: of living. Cost of living. Cost
3: of living. Cost of living. Cost of, living. Cost of, living. Cost of a massage is over $70 an hour. It's really tough.
0: And you don't want to see Kieran Gilbert on that chair.
2: Just, <laughs> just as a warning.
0: Look, it's all about the cost of living yeah, And Mel. if you
2: think it's bad here, back home in New Zealand, it's really bad. As the cost of living continues to rise, so too does the cost of dying. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, You save on groceries. um. (laughs) Inflation
0: in New Zealand, it's amazing, it's now 6.9%, so the price of a new iPhone 3 has just absolutely skyrocketed. (laughs) It's so bad over there.
2: Um, The cost of living has been a big talking point this election campaign. I
6: mean, the Labor Party think they've got some sort of Harry Potter wand that you can just wave in government and it changes the price of a lettuce.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. expecto pat romaine
0: <laughs> and the cost of joke dying has <laughs> started <laughs> up in the Look, if you want a candidate with a magical lettuce wand. I'll be in Bernie today. <laughs> he <there> is there. <laughs> Look, but it did prompt this new measure of the economy. Forget oil and gold, Mel. It's all about the price of a lettuce and the price of a lettuce.
2: Head of iceberg lettuce. This is an iceberg lettuce. An iceberg lettuce.
0: Iceberg lettuce. And a head of lettuce. Cheaper than lettuce. Lettuce.
2: A head of lettuce. Iceberg lettuce. Let
0: us give thanks. <laughs> Let us move on. Um,
2: Uh, It's not just lettuce. At Woolworths today, the checkout chatter was all about one
3: thing. I noticed Kalebni's cucumbers were $10 a kilo. Wow. Wow.
0: (laughs) Do you know One Nation's policy on cucumbers? Check it out here, it's important. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I forgot where I was. (laughs) <laughs> Still, Mel, there is some good news on the way for consumers.
2: For people who are in New South Wales, you are sitting on a land, a gold mine, mm. in, not a landmine. <laughs> 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 now to a huge scandal in the UK this week.
6: Traipsing around his countryside home, this is Neil Parrish, the member revealed as the porn MP. <laughs>
2: I feel I I wouldn't call that traipsing, more (laughs) standing ominously.
0: This is a big story, Mel. MP Neil Parrish was caught watching pornography in the House of Commons, but we'll let him explain. The uh, situation
1: was that that, um, I... uh, Funnily enough, it was tractors that I was looking at, and um, so I did get into another website um, that had a sort of very similar name, um, and I watched it for a bit, which I shouldn't have done. (laughs) (laughs)
0: As you do.
2: Um, I think a, how to attract her?
0: <laughs> um, I just watched some porn. Uh, <laughs> it might be easier. But, well, I think I, I think I actually know what's happened, Mel. He says
2: he'd first watched the porn accidentally when he'd been looking at tractors online.
0: Dominator 76. <laughs> That might be it. Dominator 76. Actually, that might be the password.
2: <laughs> <laughs> look, others could relate.
0: He said he was trying to, to look up tractors.
6: Do you believe that? Yes. You do? Yeah. I know what he was actually looking for, the tractor he was looking for, and I could see how that could go to something totally different.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what else could go to something different? Um, pound stretcher in the mm. background. <laughs>
0: He looks like a man who knows how to delete his tractor history, just as a general rule. But look, the porn scandal set off a major discussion.
2: Most men do watch porn, but it's the fact that it was in work. Not only in work, it was in the House of Commons.
0: Now, can we have a look at that again? Pay particular attention to the man in the middle. Most men do watch porn, but it's the fact that it was in work. Not only in work,
4: it was in the House of Commons.
0: Look, I thought this woman summed up the story well.
4: Well, accidentally watching porn? Yeah, it happens to everyone, don't it? <laughs>
0: I think we should leave the final word on this, Mel, to the BBC's Peter Levy.
6: Uh, Many people agree with the uh, throwaway comment I made last night that uh, mobile phones are the devil.
0: Mobile (laughs) phones are the devil. Just a
2: quick note, you can accidentally stumble into porn if you Google BBC. Okay. great. ITV <laughs> knew how to segue out of the story into something lighter. I you think know that you no labour exactly, but we, you know, unfortunately, we've got a prime minister at the moment who was found to be guilty of breaking the law, and he's not going to go anywhere. So I wonder if actually, if this does come to light, they'll do anything at all.
4: God, okay, let's move on to mm. Prince Andrew here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want
0: to know Prince Andrew. <laughs> Well, the morning show back home in Australia Mail had Pete Ford on to discuss Prin- Prince Andrew. Right now, Prince Andrew has been stripped of his freedom of city honour.
3: Entertainment editor Peter Ford is back. Pete, it seems public perception of Andrew is at rock bottom. Um, should the palace be worried? I think the palace worried. Right? Yeah. Pete, can you hear us? Hi, Pete.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Great insight. I think he's been stripped of his lapel mic. Mm. So, to WA now, where masks are off everywhere for everyone except this woman on the left. His smiles
1: went out. Masks Mask off! off. Yay! Yeah, <laughs>
0: they can be tricky. They can be tricky. Well, speaking of COVID, last week we introduced you to this man. So, but David, the, the Liberal Democrat MP. Uh, excuse me,
5: I'm badly. Honestly... to <laughs> I think I've got away with it. Sir <laughs> so Edward Davy.
0: That is BBC newsreader Sean Lay. And what's amazing about that clip, Mel, is that is the only time he has ever managed to hold back a snooze.
1: Ukraine's deputy.
5: <laughs> Excuse me, I do beg your pardon. I was trying to suppress that. Not successfully. Lockdowns in France and in Poland. <laughs> I do beg your pardon. Called the reports a fabrication... Excuse me. excuse me, more than a thigh, Excuse me, I did make a comment. Six million pound emergency. father bailout, excuse me. Around 20,000 jobs are affected.
1: <laughs> Negotiations
5: are continuing.
0: How does he get through a news bulletin? He can barely stop sneezing.
2: <laughs> are you alright? Yes, I need to tell fast. (laughs) Um, It's been a big week back home in New Zealand, so it's time to head.
0: Okay. This is where we look at all things New Zealand, Mel. And there's a lot of news in the world, you know, the election, COVID, cost of living. But what is making news back home?
2: This is uh, the top story in New Zealand at the moment.
0: Top of the agenda at today's Christchurch City Council meeting: two disgusting stenches.
2: Right. I hate when they say that and they cut back to us. <laughs> yeah, not a good one.
0: So this story, there's a waste treatment plant in Christchurch, Mel, and, yep. and they're concerned that being so close to Christchurch may deter visitors to the waste treatment plant.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I've got nothing to
1: add. <laughs>
0: well, look, locals are not happy with the stench. It dictates your life.
6: It dictates when you can have a barbecue. It, Friends don't want to come over. You ring them up. You want to come for a barbecue? Oh, mate, no, not really. You know, it stinks over there. (laughs)
2: They hadn't heard about the stench. That guy's just a bad hang. Um, This local found one way to describe it. It's
4: really hard to put in words what the stench smells like. It's shit. Okay. (laughs)
2: I think you put it in words. Uh, she went
4: on to say It's bad enough dealing with your own, but you can get away from it and close the door.
0: Anyway, anyone up for a barbecue? Um. <laughs> Well, look, um, another big issue in New Zealand, male youth crime. It's also leading to a discussion on Kiwi TV, although this expert seems more interested in flirting.
6: I'm joined by the Monaco ward councillor, Alf Filipina this morning for uh, a community response. Morina, good
1: morning. morning Ryan, and morning to the ladies here as well.
0: Yeah, good to have you here. <laughs> morning, ladies. That's
2: really smooth. Um, but it's not all bad news. Big science developments in New Zealand... Well, when I say developments.
0: Still to come on midday, how a new 3D model could help medical students better understand the female body.
2: <laughs> Learn something there, Tim.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I was Googling tractors, and that, <laughs> <laughs> that popped up.
2: And that was.
0: <clears throat> That's what <clears throat> that was more on the cheap seat.
3: News, Adam Hollywood. Our favourite period drama. Chappelle Corby, The Musical. You have to do the role test. And the latest TV craze. Involving Hollywood stars, Lady Gaga. Nora Jones. The Wiggles and Lil Nas X. A
0: couple of sneaky lemons under there. It's quite a pair.
5: One beautiful Barbie. Oh my
0: God! No! <clears throat> it's time now to talk all things entertainment, and who better to do that than our regular cultural correspondent from Nova FM, it's Mel Trasina! Yeah! Lovely to see you, Mel. What have you been watching this week?
3: Okay, I want to start with my new favourite thing in all the world. It's a long-running Japanese reality TV show new to Netflix called Old Enough. In each episode, a preschool-aged child is sent on an errand to see whether they can complete it on their own. Like Hiroki, who is... Two years and nine months, his mom's asked him to walk to the shop to buy some
2: groceries. Bye
3: yeah, be careful of Japanese reality TV.
0: <laughs> just just a quick note, episode two and we've already run out of reality TV. <laughs> We're going to Japanese kids' <laughs> programs. What are you doing?
3: I love this show. So this child walks a kilometre on his own to the shops. I'm watching thinking, Japan must be a safe place.
1: I'm watching, thinking, Japan must be a safe place.
3: There's the police driving away from a two-year-old
2: alone on the street. That just insane. remind me of when we send Tim out to go find us an interview. <laughs> <laughs> the little squeaky shoes and all.
0: I did forget to pick up your cigarettes. I right? am sorry about that. But I, will, I will get back to you on that.
3: Uh, so Hiroki makes it to the shops. He buys what he's asked to. He even pays the cashier. <laughs> I would have shortchanged him, but. <laughs> <laughs> this whole series is so feel good and adorably cute. I just want to leave you with my favorite moment from the entire show.
1: Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Whoa! Goodness,
0: mate. Nice.
3: Uh, let's talk free-to-air. Uh, the Voice continues on Channel 7. It's about finding Australia's most talented singers, people for whom music is everything. I've always wanted to come on The Voice since I was, like, nine. But I don't know anything about music. <laughs> now, that's a contestant backstory I can relate to.
0: I was going to with that, she could be a judge on that show. <laughs> By
3: the way. Uh, I've noticed that Jess Malboy is really getting involved with the performance. You gave me comfort <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether like you're allowed to do backup vocals, but thanks, Jess. It's not like she's getting up on stage to perform with any of the contestants. How good's <laughs> not happy. Not happy. Rita's face? She's like, when can I go back to England? <laughs> what I love about the voice is that it doesn't matter what you look like, the thing you're judged on is your vocal ability. Wow.
0: Come
3: on! And thankfully the judges weren't swayed by this guy taking his top off. (laughs) Oh, my God! Oh,
1: my God! God. I'm coming! Guys,
0: I mean, mean, get a tractor, guys. What are you doing?
3: And that man has since filed a restraining order. Uh, Now, last week, I showed you the Kardashians. Mm. Well, episode three has dropped on Disney+, and it was a very emotional episode. So, Kanye flew home last night. And he came back this
4: morning. I want to show you guys what he got me. (laughs) (laughs) Gorgeous. (laughs)
3: Oh my God. Oh, the suspense.
0: I I love that she's only just now realized that Kanye has baggage.
3: Uh, (laughs) We all
0: knew that a bit earlier.
3: So, what do we think's in the suitcase? The remains of Pete Davidson. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye got Kim. He got me all of the sex take back. Oh my God.
4: Drive. and I met up with Ray J at the airport
2: and got it all back for me. Oh, Kim. Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: That's
2: amazing. That's... Why, did, no. why did he get the whole computer? Just get on a usb
0: Well, she's crying because she just realised that that's all USB-C and she doesn't quite have the adapter. I, I would know. like to see the show where they send Kanye out to do errands. That, that feels like a
3: better show. sure whether you've noticed, uh, but I do watch a lot of reality TV. (laughs) And I've come to the conclusion that all reality show formats are pretty much the same. Take Full Bloom on Nine Now. It's not cooking, singing, dancing or Lego. It's flower arranging.
5: Your first challenge, you are going to create a floral waterfall. You have two hours to take us to the river. So fabulous florists, the challenge starts now. Oh,
1: wow,
2: is it hosted by a rejected Cluedo character?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Laura a waterfall. Just knock over
0: a vase. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> well, this is like every other show. Three judges, a bunch of contestants, always racing against the clock.
6: Here we go,
3: here we go, here we go. Glory! Time is up. Of course, someone has to go home.
5: So, the person who is no longer going forward in the competition is... Christina.
3: It's all good, and I met the most amazing people, truly, through this experience. I mean, we've only known each other for such a short amount of time. Yes, one episode on Nine Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. She
0: should have played her immunity leaf blower. Uh, have...
1: <laughs> got, her out, got her out of the...
3: Looking ahead, Channel 7 is ramping up for its new season of Big Brother, dropping snippets on the socials. Wow. Oh,
2: wow. The biggest kitchen. Oh, my gosh. There's, like, this... some upstairs cousinine level.
1: OK,
2: do you want to get... There's
1: carpet.
2: Did you not have carpet <gasps> nice. in your house? It's <laughs> carpet. carpet. She sounds like my property manager. Liz
3: walls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just want to question something, though. Have a look at the promo Seven have been running for Big Brother.
1: Australia cannot wait.
6: i got goosebumps. The most anticipated show of 2022.
3: Now, for a start, the most anticipated show of 2022 is Mal's show at the Regent Theatre in Perth next oh. Saturday. Oh, yeah.
1: So,
2: So anticipated there's miraculously tickets available.
0: <laughs> have you packed your bags?
2: Yeah, i got a suitcase full of my six
0: days.
3: okay. <laughs> uh, but also, did you notice on that promo who they're quoting? It's someone on Facebook. Wow. Someone on Twitter. <laughs> and someone on Instagram. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Why aren't they using professional TV journalists?
1: Oh, OK, great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> And that's my week in arts and entertainment. And on that note,
6: Thanks,
0: thanks.
2: Joining us as a guest with all the sporting action from around the globe, would you please welcome Mr Titus O'Reilly.
6: Well, we begin with news regarding tennis champion Boris Becker. Tennis legend Boris Becker
0: has been sentenced to two and a half years in jail. A British court handed down the sentence
6: after he was found guilty earlier this month on four charges under Britain's Insolvency Act. Now, prison authorities say that Boris's nickname of Boom Boom is the worst possible nickname you can have in prison. OK, great. <laughs> okay, and Spain have been booted from the 2023 World Cup after committing passport fraud.
3: World Rugby has found that Gavin Vanderberg was ineligible to play for Spain and is
4: disqualified for the World Cup in France
6: it was tipped off that Gavin Vanderberg is the least Spanish name in the history
1: <laughs> of time. Good I might. put
6: an O at the end, guys. Um, but you would remember the two thousand, you know, Sydney Paralympics. I know you two were very into that, weren't you? How old were you in 2000, Now Five. Five. Oh, yeah. I was 55. And, um, now, Spain's got history here because at the 2000 Paralympics in the intellectually disabled basketball, They got 10 guys who weren't intellectually disabled and got them to play and they won gold. And how they got caught is one of the guys they'd hired to play was an undercover journalist who played in every game, got the gold medal and went home and wrote the whole story.
1: Well done.
2: Amazing scoop from 22 years ago. You
6: know, this is... I always bring in that Now, if we go back to the 60s... What's well, funny, because he's dressed as a reporter from the 1960s? Oh, yeah, I was there. I was yeah. the undercover reporter. <laughs> now, uh, now, also moving to the Tour de Hellas uh, cycling, it finished on the weekend. And Edouard Prades, he celebrated as he crossed the line first here. Here they go, round the corner. He's leading them through. Very tight sprint for the finish. And as he crosses, he celebrates. Oh! oh. Now the worst bit about that, his actual seat actually snapped off. The worst bit about that is he found out afterwards actually a guy finished five minutes before your second. Oh. 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 That actually happened
0: at the games of the first Olympiad. I don't know if you <laughs> remember that. Yeah, Thomas, yeah. you were there the on the ancient leap. ones, yeah. not the modern. Yeah, no, no, I was it was a Got a terrific event. <laughs> well actually, speaking of that cycling clip, our favorite newsreader, Jane Doyle from Seven News Adelaide, gave us some more info.
6: And we'll meet the Spanish cyclist whose miscalculated celebration resulted in more than just a bruised ego.
1: Ouch. Mm. <laughs> I think his
6: bottom might be a bit bruised as well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it. <laughs> nothing gets faster. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, well, the NBA playoffs are on, and Miami Heat's Jimmy Butler is out injured at the moment. Um, it hasn't stopped him showing his love of basketball. After Struis,
1: let's it fly. Kaboom!
6: Wow. I think now he's signed. He got fined 15 grand for doing that. Um, the Miami Heat, the team, got fined another 15 grand for turning it into a gif mm. and putting it <laughs> across their Twitter account. And I
0: think I think someone's bottom might be a little sore after
1: that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
6: now, uh, further to our ongoing theory that everything interesting in baseball happens in the stands, take a look at this catch
0: and a souvenir.
6: One-handed. Because the other nice. hand is holding a baby oh. and he doesn't stop feeding it the entire way through. That is. The wife seems very happy with that.
2: I, I wanna see I wanna see how he caught that baby.
0: <laughs> that is one nation's childcare policy
6: as well, by the way. Check it um, out, it's important. <laughs> uh, that led to this exciting interview on Sunrise. Thanks for joining us. Give little Shepherd a big hug and uh, we'll be something to play at his twenty first,
2: I reckon. He's famous.
1: Yep. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't really care. Uh, really, I actually wanted Sunrise to interview this guy. Much better catch. She
0: shows up at the ballpark. This
6: is the food ruin.
0: Oh yeah, those nachos are toast.
6: <laughs> um, it was a big weekend for soccer. Schalke captain Simon Troday, he tried to give this interview after scoring the winner in extra time.
4: I do what
2: those are actually bird calls.
6: Staying with soccer, and check out the security at Millwall's game here.
1: Freedom.
0: And on that note, would you please thank Mr Titus O'Reilly! Now, this Sunday is, of course, Mother's Day, so we thought we would catch up with one of our favourites. She's
2: an award-winning comedian, actor, writer, mother and now grandmother. Would you
0: please welcome Denise Scott. <laughs> Thank
4: you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank
0: you so much for coming. It's a pleasure to have you on. Oh,
4: we're the cool kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that what you think we are? Yeah, but aren't you? Ever heard someone call me that before? Mm. Sorry, well, you... I'm just having a moment.
4: Yeah. Me too. <laughs> it's mother's day and I'm with kids and all. Okay.
0: This is this is turning into loose women, by the way. But, um, <laughs> now we are kids, but we're not your kids, Denise. No,
4: you are not. And well, <laughs> as far as I know, well, as if I think I'd know if I'd given birth to you, Tim Cashman, with that head of oh. <laughs>
1: look, look,
0: look I think I think if you were my mother you might know my name. <laughs> Yes. But Mother's Day is around the corner. What does Mother's Day mean to you as a, as a mother?
4: Well, you know, um, <laughs> as I've always said, you know, have it, whatever your name is. Um, <laughs> no, having a baby, it, it, it really opens you up. <laughs> Thank you, boomity bang. Did you follow? Uh. It really opened you up to new experiences and honestly, being a mum has been great and in fact, I started doing stand-up comedy when my kids were small, so I always did comedy about motherhood and a routine that's evolved over the years is, I always go out on stage, this is Goosey now, but you know, say like, hello everyone. And, um, and then I go, if I move away from the mic, can you hear me up the back? And then I'd go, because it was so easy for me to talk like this because I am a mother you won't read this in any how to give birth books but as soon as you do give birth you discover the guttural depths your vocal cords will go to you never knew you could talk like this until you had a baby oh for god's sake When you go to sleep and then when they're adolescent it's oh for god's sake when you wake up And then when they're in their 20s and they're still living at home, it's, oh, for God's sake, will you move out? (laughs) And then when they have moved out and they're living overseas, like my kids, it's, oh, for God's sake, come back. Mummy's got nothing left to live for. (laughs) And that is the guttural cycle of motherhood. (laughs) I I, I,
0: I, I, kind of listened to this our mother.
4: Why? use that voice
2: a lot in our production meetings, so I get it. Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. So, but you're you're a grandmother now. Is that a totally different experience?
4: Oh yes, baby. Because you know, as all grandparents say, you just give the baby back when you've had enough. But it's a very powerful, like, um, uh, our grandson Lenny is six months old, and it's a really innate, like, primeval thing that when you see a chubby baby,
2: there, there's, there's Lenny
4: Cashman he, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but no, and so he's really chubby now and you just get him and it's just you blow raspberries at any part of their body. It's just... (laughs) That's all you have to do as a grandmother, you know... You'd, from behind the head, pff, Tim, come in. Right, come we're on, we're on. On. <laughs> it is Mother's Day coming up. Do you have any advice for mothers or parents? Well, I, look, the only thing I did that I think made sense was when my son, who's now a museo, 37, and uh, after year 12, uh, I remember him distinctly asking me, Mum, how do you get started in the music industry? Like, I wouldn't know. Like, I'm not Billie Eilish right? or you anything. Know, like, I, I said, I have no idea. No idea. But, I thought and... your name
0: was Billy Eilish. Right? <laughs> yes, i got yes, confused, yes. sorry.
4: And he said, uh, um, and I said, but there's one thing I do know about life, and I really did say this, I said, and this is it, at some point you are going to have to get up off the couch. That's what I said. Not
0: right now. Stay watching The Cheap Seats, but at some point.
4: And walk out the front door see what happens that was all the advice I could give him and he did he literally got up walked okay, out, came back 10 minutes later with a sausage roll <laughs> <laughs> and, but the thing is he made the first step
0: any bad mother's day gifts that you've ever received
4: oh look th- I've got to say I'm not crazy about the egg carton and pipe clean a caterpillar situation. You know, that's that's a standard. So
1: that's
0: a no, and, is it? Yeah.
4: And, you know, I've still got it on the mantelpiece. You can't put it away or throw it in the bin as you so desperately want to.
0: <laughs> Denise, we've loved having you on.
4: Have you? <laughs> <laughs> really? It's on the, <laughs> it was on the
0: auto cue. Yeah. So <laughs> Denise is currently touring with Judith Lucy. You can check their show still here all around the country. Go to comedy.com.au for tour dates. Would you please thank Denise
1: Scott?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're back. You're on the cheap team,
2: team. And it's time now for. What?
0: Viewer feedback! You can get in touch with us on our socials below.
2: As one viewer, Naya, did, she hosted a Cheap Seats viewing party last week for our season premiere. I
0: think we've got a shot of it.
1: Yeah!
0: Oh, wow. There it is. Blue blue Kool-Aid, which um, <laughs> ten, ma- ten management makers drink. Um, <laughs> That is, a, that is a fantastic party. Big thank you to Naya. Keep your photos coming in on our socials below. Now, Mel, a lot of talk this week about Channel 7 and Channel 9 trying to secure a big leaders' election debate. But here at Channel 10, we're not going to miss out.
2: That's right. We put the call out to everyone. ScoMo. Albo. Ludo. <laughs> we put the call out to everyone and we got... No
0: replies. No
5: replies. We got no replies, <laughs> except for this man. Labor have um, tried to make a preference deal with me today, um, but I've said not interested... What was the official reason? Um, because I'm sick of their
0: shit. Okay, right. <laughs> now that was independent candidate for the seat of hawk, Jared James Mel, who we featured on the show last week.
2: And we're delighted to say he joins us now. Would you please welcome Jared James Thank you so much for joining us. Um, do you do most of your campaign work from your car? Yeah,
5: well, naturally I don't have uh, the taxpayer funds for a jet, so I have to just car. Uh.
2: So you're, um, you're a snake catcher, is that correct?
5: For the past 13 years I've been uh, catching, relocating venom snakes inside and around people's homes, um, but I want to turn that all that attention on to Parliament and... Uh, Send the, send the local, local snake catcher to parliament and get rid of the snakes because there's a bloody shitload down there.
1: Yeah. Ooh, OK. Um. <laughs> um, I, don't if, I don't
2: know if all of that's going to fit on a T-shirt, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> a- a-
5: Authorised Jared James Bingham for hawk. I love it. <laughs> Jump on jaredbingham.com.au. Check all our policies because it's important.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Um, what do you think of tractors?
5: Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I haven't got, got an to
1: say.
0: <laughs> Refreshing to hear an honest answer from a politician. <laughs> so, Jared, if you're elected, what is the one thing that you would do for your constituents
5: day one? First point of um, uh, business, we've got to sack ScoMo and we've got to sack Albo. I don't know how that would work, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Are you, are
2: you vying for that role? Because you seem a little underprepared. <laughs> <laughs> I could be so bold.
5: Well, due to the redistribution, Liberals have lost two safe seats, so most likely it is going to be a hung parliament. So how funny and how Australian would it be if a snake hatcher ran the show? I,
2: I guess so. The way that your um, little office works, chairs swiveling around, I don't, don't even know if that's a safe seat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, on that note, Jared, thank you so much for joining us. All the best for May 21. Would you please thank Jared James And on that note, we're out of here.
2: We'll see you next week right here in the GC.